Welcome to the audience of one. As a liver cancer and transplant survivor, an Ironman triathlon finisher, and a missionary, Cliff Tam's life of resilience and faith has inspired many. Join us as we uncover what it means to live a life of radical surrender for the audience of one. Hello, my name is Cliff, and um, right now I'm recording myself on my phone, and then I'm also going to use this as a video and also make this into a podcast. So I started a podcast about a year ago, and so I haven't really done much to it, but I figured, you know what, let's just continue and we do it because I felt like the Lord has been speaking to me, and I want to share what I've learned and what God has been showing me. And so today I'm going to talk about a topic that is really dear to my heart and it's about um, uh, parenting. So right now I'm in the midst of doing my uh, Masters of Divinity. I, I finished all the courses and whatnot. So the last mile, well actually it's more like a marathon, but <laughs> is to do a thesis. And so um, I felt a lot uh, impressed upon my heart to focus on parenting. So I have uh, decided to do uh, what? Oh, here's my thesis statement. It's basically, it's called Biblical Parenthood to Disciple the Next Generation. And so uh, my right now in this season, I'm a stay-at-home dad looking after my two girls. They are four and a half, and one is like two and four months. So it's very applicable to me, and I felt like as a father, I have grew a lot in terms of you know what it means to be a father, what it means to uh, disciple my children, what it means to show them who Jesus is. And so I want to share that. And, and so um, when I'm working on my thesis, the key, one of the key verse that I want to focus on or I realize the importance of being a father is uh, in Ephesians 6.4. And the new, new King James Version, it, reads, it, it goes like this. It says, And you fathers do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them in the training and ammunition of the Lord. Okay, NLT version, a bit easier to read. It says, Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. Rather, bring them up with the dis discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. And so, you know, one thing that really stood out in this verse, the focus for me is that it's father. You know, it's not just parents. It's not, you know, I'm not saying the mother has no role in raising the kids. But in this case, in Paul, when Paul writes instructions, it's specifically to the fathers. So that means that it's me. And, um, you know, when I, when I think about parenting and, and you know, even, uh, you know, show them who Jesus is, I, I, you know, I can tell you that when I first became a father, you know, when my children were first born, you know, I did not really think through, like, okay, what I'm going to do, how I'm going to show them. You know, I thought it would just be like, you know, reading the Bible, which we do, do devotions, which we do, we pray, which we do. You know, but I feel like, you know, in this one, you know, you know, uh, talk about the training and ammunition of the Lord or raising up with the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. And I realized that, you know, actually when I look at the Bible, there are actually instructions on how to parent your children. You know, I'm going to take a bit, go back to the Old Testament, Deuteronomy 6, 7. And, you know, in this, uh, in this case, you know, this God instructing Israelites, the Jews, on how they can, how they should train the children about teaching them who God is. So this is what it says. It says that you shall teach them diligently to your children. The dumb is the, is the laws and the rules and, and whatnot. And shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you raise up. 
right? Notice that, you know, that's our training instruction on how to be a parent, right? It's about that, you know, you should teach your children who God is when you're sitting in your house, when you're walking by the way, when you're lying down, you're rising up, right? So you can see that all this stuff are common everyday things that you do, right? You lie down at night to sleep and you rise up in the morning. You sit in your house to eat and to hang out and you walk by the way, right? So it's, it's, this is something that we do every day. So you, you, I realized that, oh, wait, discipleship or teaching my children about Jesus is actually a, a way of life that I do in every day. So it's not just a lesson or a program or a class. So, you know, another, another aspect I think about it when it comes to, you know, discipling my children is the real question is how to, how do Jesus disciples his disciples, right? That's the first, that's one question that, you know, um, I thought about when I think about my thesis about parenting and discipling them and want them to walk in the ways of the Lord. You know, the real question is, well, you know, I talk about the Old Testament, let's talk about the New Testament, right? So, you know, let's go straight to Jesus. How did Jesus disciple, right? He lives with his at the 12, 12 disciples that he, he picked, he spent three years with them, right? He lives with them, he sleeps with them, he eats with them, he journeyed with them, right? When he did ministry, they were watching, and then he showed them how to do ministry. They give, he gave them ministry to do. There's a Q&A period, you know, after, sometimes after Jesus teach a parable, and then his disciples would come and ask him privately afterwards, and Jesus would just explain to him, Right, so you can see that Jesus lived with his disciples. Right, he's not like this. You know, he doesn't teach like, you know, thirty minutes or an hour. You know, each week and send them away. But no, he spent time with them. He teach them. So the, so the, so the teaching. You know, yes, there's teaching in parables. There's teaching in classes or classes, right? But actually, the teaching is actually living life together. And so what I realized is that discipleship, is actually a relationship, not a program. So if I say that, okay, well, you know, I'm, I'm, my, my kids are going to know Jesus when I send them to Sunday school, for example, or watch a, progs, uh, you know, a, a church program, you know, that is not discipleship. At least not what in the Bible is, because Jesus never modeled discipleship that way. And if you know anything about kind of how uh, the Jewish culture, the rabbi and the student, which is Jesus, Jesus is the rabbi, the teacher, and the student. They live together, right? The students follow the rabbi, you know, all the time, you know, together as they journey and, 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 and the, the, the student is the, with the rabbi, listen to him and, you know, you know, there's not this like, oh, just an hour a week or two hours a week, you know, it's not like that. So, so, so unfortunately, sometimes when we think about discipling our children, we think about dropping them church, you know, dropping them at church at some, Sunday school, or maybe during the week there's some kind of program for the kids. Well, I'm, you know, that, I'm not saying that's not important, and I'm not saying that we should not focus, no, no, sorry, I'm not saying we should abolish that, but when we talk about discipleship, we talk about our relationship, right? And so, it, discipleship is through our relationship. And I thought about it. Shouldn't it make sense that the discipleship be done through the strongest relationship our child will have, which is the relationship between the parent and the child, right? That makes sense. So for me, that makes sense. And, and when I look at Ephesians 6.4, and I look at Deuteronomy 6.7, that makes sense, all clicks together. So what I realized about discipleship is that it's a day-to-day -day living, you know, um, so for example, right now, I spend time with my children because I'm still home dad. So me, between watching my kids, me and my wife, we, we rotate, we have a schedule, which is, you know, it's, it's a bit, when I, when I explain to people, it seems really hectic, but it works for us, so that's good. 
So she has flexibility at work. So so sometimes she takes some time to watch up the kids, and then and then after that I take a break, and then after that I'll watch up the kids. But you know, most of the time I look after the kids afternoon and daytime, right? So I'll tell you that when I first started this journey of being a stay-at-home dad, this is what I would tell my wife. Actually, it's more a complaint. I tell her that I'm wasting my time. Every day I'm doing the same thing to my kids: take them to the mall, take them to eat watermelon, <laughs> take them to go shopping, you know, grocery shopping, and then take them to the library. Every day is the same, nothing different. I feel like. This is a waste of my time. I'm not doing anything worthwhile. I'm not doing ministry. I'm not working. I'm not being productive, right? And and so I realized that, you know, when I look at discipleship, what what what? How does Jesus model discipleship and and what I will and and what did you know Deuteronomy six seven say? And I realized, oh wait a minute, this day to day living, taking care of my kids, that is discipleship. Right, I can, you know, I can view it. On one hand, I can view it as this mundane thing, wasting my time, you know, not being valued or anything, not being productive in society, you know. But rather, on the other hand, I can say, you know what? This is the time I spend with them to show them who God is. I show them who Jesus is by spending time with them and building that relationship. And we talk about Jesus, we talk about life, and and when they see me, how I interact with other people, hopefully they see Jesus through that, right? So, so discipleship is actually teaching them or spending time with them day in and day out, and and within the intersection of living life with the kids, talk about God and how to connect God into those aspects. So now, I'm still learning. You know, I'm not I'm not perfect. You know, not like every day I want to spend time with my kids. I do want to spend time with my kids, but you know, I also want my own time. I also want to you know do other things. But I realized that my time spent with my girls are not wasting time. They are discipleship time. And so I need to take advantage of that. And I hope that this is a good, um, this, is, this is new. I mean, it's, it's not rocket science here, right? But this is new to me. You know, sometimes I think that, oh, you know what? Like, especially right now, my, my, oh, my kids are moving out of the baby stage, right? Like, you know, baby to toddlers. Right now, you know, like, I always think that what a waste of time, you know, changing nappies and feeding them and cleaning them and cleaning the place and, you know, and, and rotate over and over again. It's a wasting time. But, you know, I hope that if you are in this situation, you know, looking after your kids, you know, that you're able to see that, oh, I am discipling them. So, so the question is, how can I disciple them? How can I show them God's love by the time I spend with them? And the funny thing about kids, which is very simple, you know, the, the needs are, you know, the relationship, when I talk about relationship, right, I'm actually talking about time spent with them, okay? So, so for example, if I go to the park with the kids, I take the kids to the park or the library, and I spend my time on my phone, I'm sorry, that's not spending time with them, okay? I'm there physically, but mentally, I'm, I'm not there. And the funny thing is, my kid, two-year-old, they can, they can pick that up immediately. They'll get upset when I'm looking at my phone and looking, looking at them, right? So when I say spending time with them, it's actually, you know, being present, physically and mentally there, you know, and not, not like checking Facebook and whatnot, which, hey, I do it too. I'm guilty of that. I'm not like saying I'm, I'm a saint. I never touch my phone. I, I do that too. And sometimes my, my, my kid would be like, Baba, can you stop looking at the phone and talk to me? And I'm like, okay, you know what? Yeah, I have to stop. I put down my phone, <laughs> right? So, 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 but yet it's during these crucial times, which, you know, for my, you know, every day feels like the same. Feel, feel, feel mundane, feel whatnot. But actually, this time actually, you know, is actually crucial discipleship time. And so, uh, 
it really changed but when I, when I when I studied these verses and I kind of figure out how to apply it to me as a parent, as a father, I realized a couple of, couple of things. Wow, I have a responsibility to disciple my kids. You know, of course, a lot of times, you know, as fathers, or from what I hear, even talking to other fathers, we may think that, well, the, the, the mother, my wife is better because she's better with crafts. You know, the girls is better with, you know, mother and daughters. Or, or um, you know, uh, mothers are more natu- naturally more nat- nurturing to kids, which is true. I don't, I don't really like children until my kids came, <laughs> was born, you know. And so we have all these reasons where all like, you know, this is not a man thing. This is not, you know, for, to prepare, you know, to, to spend time with the kids, to play with them. But yet, when you look at the passage, right, when you look at Ephesians 6, 4, there's really no excuses. So, and, and, and it makes sense because I'm, as a father, as a husband, I'm head of the household spiritually, right? And so if, if the spiritual leader of the, of the family is not teaching or discipling the kids, then what are they doing, right? Or modeling what are they doing? And, and, so, and so I feel like, wow, first of all, I have a huge responsibility as a father, to, to raise my kids in the ways of the Lord, to teach them, to show them who Jesus is, who God is, by loving them. Like the way I love them should be how they feel God's uh, love to me. And then I translate that to them. So that when they, when they, when they think about God, when they think about Jesus, they, they, they have this physical feeling or emotion of what it means to be loved by the, by the Lord, by Jesus. You know? and, so, and so that's what I'm trying to do right now as a parent. You know, how can I show that? You know, I, I won't, I'm going to talk about it now. I'm probably going to use another episode on the video to, use it to bring some more examples. But I think that's at least one aspect of it, that it's my job as a father to disciple them. You know, how, how they turn out, okay, that's, you know, that, that is, I have a responsibility, but not a full responsibility because my children, children, they have a free will of their own. Every person has a free will and they can choose you know, to follow and not to follow. So, so, so I, so, but I want to just focus on that. My duty is being a father as and being the d- disciple of my kids. And if I'm not doing that, then I'm in trouble because you know that's 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 a responsibility that God has given to the father as for the children. And 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 okay, and so I think I'm, I'm going to wrap this up. I think I've talked enough. I mean, I have more to talk about uh, parenting at least what I kind of learn how God has shown me in the past couple of not two at least in the past two years as, as me as stay, stay home there to see how you know what it means to parent what it means to father what it means to disciple and but at least this is the first point you know the first point is like okay I am responsible to disciple my children not the church you know it's not church problem if then they're not being discipled I'm the I'm the primary factor you know, and, and for example, like, you know, having them watch a video, you know, a, a Jesus video or, or Sunday school program on YouTube, that's not discipleship. I mean, there's some teaching there. I'm not saying that's not teaching, but that's not discipleship, right? Because when you look at discipleship in the Bible, it's a relationship, right? Jesus discipled the 12, you know, he, he spent time with them. He lived life together. There's a relationship and there's no relationship between a video. There's no relationship between, you know, an, an app or a laptop. Right, there has to be a relationship that takes place. And hey, guess what? It works. You know, God plans it well because the strongest relationship should be the parent and the child. Okay, so I'm going to leave it, leave, uh, leave now because I think I wrapped up 
my, my point. And uh, I hope I can continue to share some more as to you know, what I think about parenting and, and what it means to disciple because those are, those are good questions. Those are questions I, I, I have to come up with. Like, how do I disciple my children? You know, I can teach at, at, uh, you know, to, with adults because you know it's easy to teach, but teaching with children, ooh, that's like a whole, <laughs> that's like a whole new level. I gotta like you know, I gotta refine, rethink about how I teach, and sometimes it works, sometimes I fail, and that's okay. That's okay. Part of that journey is trying new things and testing things out. But the most important is that it's my responsibility, and I'm gonna keep trying and do my best to show them who Jesus is. Okay, so I hope you enjoy this video, especially for those who are parents or parents to be. You know, I, I think this is something that I wish someone had taught me or I have read before I have become a father myself. Okay, take care. God bless. Thank you for listening to the audience of one. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, you can email me at cliff.tem, that's T A M, at gmail.com. You can also subscribe via Popbeam or iTunes if you'd like to listen to future episodes.